When one child does something wrong to another, should parents demand an apology from the offender? Recent research offers an eye-opening answer to that question. InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is here with more. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Craig Smith is a research investigator at the University of Michigan Center for Human Growth and Development. So, Craig, you led a study recently that many parents will find interesting, and it relates to that age-old scenario of making your child apologize. Tell us the biggest thing you found in this study. One of the things we were interested in was figuring out whether kids were sensitive to apologies that looked a little bit less than genuine. We have all seen parents, for example, asking their kids to say, I'm sorry, and sometimes kids will do it willingly and even do it in a genuine fashion, but other times kids resist or are upset about having to apologize. And we were really interested in whether kids had a sensitivity to that, even as young as four years of age. We tested kids four through nine. And what we found is that kids don't seem to view with any real amount of skepticism a simply prompted apology. Like if a child is prompted to apologize and willingly turns and apologizes for a misdeed, the kids in our study viewed that as conveying remorse and even viewed it as effective in making the person who was victimized feel better. But if you give kids a situation where they see a child resisting that apology prompt, say, I don't want to say I'm sorry, and then they're pushed to do it, and then they finally spit out that I'm sorry, kids are very sensitive to that as being a very different kind of apology. So, for example, even kids as young as four understood that people who get an apology like that won't feel as good as people who get an apology that's willingly given, whether it's spontaneous or prompted and willing. So they get that it doesn't feel real great to get a coerced apology. And the older kids, kids who are like seven, eight, nine, they even understood that the person who's giving an apology like that, who's been told to say I'm sorry and who does it unwillingly, is probably not feeling bad about what they've done. They're probably feeling worse about getting busted or getting in trouble in some way. And the younger kids didn't quite have that nuanced understanding of the whole scenario, but still understood it doesn't feel good to get a coerced apology. It doesn't sound like those results are particularly surprising, but there also are some other downsides to forcing your child to apologize, right? Yeah, so one of the things this study fits with some other research I've done on apologies. So one of the things that goes along with this is a study we did with almost 500 parents in which we asked about whether parents do indeed push their kids to apologize. And we found overwhelmingly that parents say, yeah, if my kid does something wrong and they're young and they don't apologize, I'm going to teach them to apologize. I'm going to ask them to say I'm sorry. So we know that kids are indeed being asked to say I'm sorry by parents when they're little. The downside, of course, is that you might be doing it at the wrong time. So if your child is open to understanding that they've upset somebody and willing to take the other person's perspective and maybe even willing to make amends beyond just saying I'm sorry, that might be a great time to intervene. But if your kid's really upset and they're going to resist that apology prompt, the downside is you're probably not helping the person who's getting that apology feel any better. You're not doing any good in that situation. And you're probably not teaching your own kid very much in that moment either. Craig, can you give us some tips on how parents can help their child learn to have empathy for the victim before delivering a sincere apology? The key thing is to note what your child's state is like when you're trying to convey that lesson. I can remember with my own kids seeing a parent you know, on the playground say, we're leaving the playground if you don't say you're sorry right now. And the kids said they were sorry, but what good was done in that situation? Basically, the child learned that saying I'm sorry is a way almost to get what I want as opposed to help someone else feel better. So I think the goal is to not even maybe focus as much on the words, but to help your child understand like, huh, why is this other kid crying or why is this other kid upset? Like, let's figure out what you did that made that happen and how we can make them feel better. And one of the really cool things that some other child development studies have shown is that 
kids can also feel better if, even without an apology, they just have amends made. So if you had stolen something from another kid, you know, not just helping your child learn how to apologize, but learn how to actually make amends, learn how to fix the situation. Seems like it could be just as important. Any other lessons parents can learn from your study? I think one of the lessons is that kids are sensitive from a pretty young age. So these aren't things that you need to wait a long time to teach. For example, in some of our other studies, we found kids as young as three or four had a grasp of some of the basic functions of apology. So it's not like kids have a hard time taking some basic perspectives of other people, understanding that person feels bad, here's a way to make them feel better. These are things that some of this research shows kids understand from a young age. And just by the same token, they also understand from a pretty young age that certain apologies are more effective than others. Interesting study. Craig Smith, researcher investigator at the University of Michigan Center for Human Growth and Development. Thanks again for joining us today. Thank you. For InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. That wraps up another edition of InfoTrack. InfoTrack Internet services are provided by Pear.com. Thanks to this week's contributors, Roy Mackey and Gina Tedesco. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm your host, Chris Whitting, inviting you to join us next week for another edition of InfoTrack.